0: Hey guys, we are back with episode two of Creatives, Black Women, Entrepreneurs, and Other Stuff. Did I say that backwards? Maybe. Creatives. Is Black Women before Entrepreneurs? Or, you guys, I don't even know. It is entrepreneurs. Goes before. I do even know the name of my own podcast, and I'm not editing this. So, listen. It's that's a part of what this is all about: is rawness and authenticity. So, uh, creatives, entrepreneurs, black women, and other stuff. Welcome to episode two. You guys were so tremendous uh, responding to episode one, and man, I got so many messages. I received so many inboxes or, or texts or DMs people sharing their story about the fear, the paralysis um, of perfection and paralysis by analysis and the fear of just starting. So uh, that let me know that one, I think I'm on the right track and authenticity, I believe is going to be the foundation. It has to be the foundation of this podcast but more importantly everything that I do because again and I mentioned this on the last one but because of the world that we live in it's so difficult sometimes to feel be uh, and present authentically Uh, so thank you guys for supporting this I want you to continue uh, to support please share download it uh, subscribe I'd love for you to rate it I'd love for you to give a five-star rating And uh, let's let's continue to journey. So episode one was what's in your hand. And we just talked about do it with what you've got. You know, if you don't think you've got the resources, the team, the finances, the people, the support, what do you have? Whatever God called you to, whatever he gave you, whatever gift he gave you, whatever vision he gave you, he put it inside of you knowing what you had already in your possession. He called you with your flaws. He called you knowing who you are and who he who he created so do it with what's in your hand if you need to be reminded if you need to be encouraged again just from that that's my nugget for the day Uh, as we go into episode two just reminding you episode one do it do it with what's in your hand I don't care if it's perfect I don't care what it looks like but you do it uh, because it's in you and if he called you to it um, and if he gave you the vision he's going to give you the provision I can be Um, I'm a testament of that. Episode two, we're going to talk about detaching ourselves from the outcome of life, things, goals, careers, opportunities. You know, I've been going back and forth with several friends talking about the podcast and different um, subject matters and what to address. And I was just talking to, as a matter of fact, I was just on a podcast Shout out to Ben Compton. You guys go check out Ben's podcast. It's uh, first of all with Ben Compton. You can find it anywhere you get your podcasts. I uh, Ben and I chopped it up for episode one, and we had a great conversation. So you guys go download that. Go check out what we talked about. I think he released last week. Um, so so he's a uh, he's new in the podcast world. So let's support what he's doing and and put it out there. But Ben and I were talking, and other friends and I were talking about. Detaching from the outcome. We get so caught up sometimes in the goal. And this may sound cliche, but, um, you know, I feel like I feel as though cliches are cliches for a reason. Um, So we get so attached to the goal, right? The end goal. It may be success. It may be money. It may be marriage. It may be um, whatever. I don't know. Accolades, awards, fame, fame. Uh, become going viral whatever that is right Um, and we get so attached sometimes to the outcome that we truly miss the process and when we get to said destination we've missed everything we were supposed to gain on the way to success on the way to that goal and I want to talk about just for a few minutes I don't intend to be long Listen, y'all, I'm from Mississippi and I grew up in, in, in church and the pastor would get up and say, I won't be before you long. So I don't plan to talk and be before you guys long today, but I want to discuss that with you. So let's just dive in and talk about that. You know, when we set out, on an adventure and embark or embark on an embark on a journey um when we write down our goals we set goals when we have a vision when we um write in our dream book or create dream uh, vision boards or whatever that case uh whatever the case may be you know sometimes and I've done this sometimes we become so overly obsessed with the outcome right um you know with me it was ICTV becoming competitive in the film and TV industry and it was Selma um, going to Broadway, it was my spoken word Um, it was my writing all of those things and I began to this this is just my journey or my testimony I began to completely discount every milestone on the way and almost hyper obsessed with the outcome so If we weren't on Broadway, the shows in between weren't good enough. If we weren't um, garnering X amount of subscribers, the success we had gained, the measure of success we had gained with ICTV, that wasn't good enough. But the truth is, and I say this all the time, and I've been writing this book since 2019, and maybe one day I'll finish it, (laughs) process is the price we pay for the promise the currency there's a currency exchange on the earth if you go buy a coke and some of you have heard this analogy from me before so uh don't stop listening we'll just keep pushing through if you go buy a coke you're gonna pay two two bucks three bucks four bucks however much cokes cost nowadays at the gas station if you go pump gas if you go to the grocery store god forbid and god help you inflation um and buy a carton of eggs There is a currency exchange required for the product. Um, And it's the same thing. Process is our currency exchange for our promise. If God gave us a promise, if he told you something, you can be certain he is sure to perform. But there was a process that must take place in order for that promise to, to come forth. But for me, I began to over-hyper-analyze, put hyper-focus on the promise, and discounted the process. So I really want to talk with you guys today about that and detaching ourselves from the outcome because we'll miss so many moments. We'll we'll miss opportunities to revel in moments. We'll miss opportunities to serve others. We'll miss opportunities to connect with others. Um, it's not always about the big check or the big stage or the big anything. Sometimes the process is the very thing that you need to get to that thing. And when we can detach our self-worth, our value, our success from the outcome, the process can breathe and we can begin to lean into that and we can breathe like I tell my people all the time, my friends in my inner circle, when we have these in-depth conversations, my biggest fear, because we talk about Selma the Musical all the time, shout out Selma the Musical, you guys go to Um go to the Instagram page, Selma the Musical, uh, Facebook, follow us, we've got a lot of great things coming up, we're about to do some things in New York and Atlanta and some really dope things, follow the pages so you can keep up with us, but... Um, you guys know the largest musical theater stage in the world is Broadway, right? Um, I just said this this weekend um, at, an, at a function. If They say if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Well, our goal has always been Broadway from the very beginning. And um, of course, it's been spoken and prayed over and prophesied over and all the things, right? Um, but we've been on this journey for six years Um, Which is not very long in in music and film and TV and theater. And those of you who are in the industry, those of you who are creatives or creative entrepreneurs that are listening, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Six years, it sounds like a long time, and it is. And again, not to discount that journey, that process. But you know, sometimes I think it took 10 years to get the movie Harriet made, and uh, what was the movie on Netflix? Um, Squid Games. I think it was like a 15-year process. So. Um, those just examples, just to highlight like what it, how long it really takes to get a project um, to its greatest. Level. So, the goal has always been Broadway for, for Selma, and obviously the award shows. You got the Tonys, um, for Broadway shows, the Oscars for, for film and Emmys, the Golden Globes for television, uh, the Grammys, obviously for music and et cetera. Um, so for me, I told my people, my friends, my biggest fear is that we'll get on a, we'll end up on a Tony stage, you know, best musical theater piece, whatever, best book, um, best director, whatever those categories are, right? And we'll end up on the musical theater. I mean, we'll end up on the Tony stage. And that night, I'll be laying in my hotel room, staring at the ceiling unfulfilled. Because we made it about the outcome. Because I made it about the outcome. I made it about the destination. And it was singularly about getting there. And nothing about the process, nothing was able to come from the journey, nothing fulfilling or influential because I was hyper-focused on the end. And I just want to encourage you guys to detach yourselves. If you're a parent, I don't care where you fall in the creatives, entrepreneurs, Black women, or other stuff. You gotta be one of those things, and if you're in the other stuff, that's all good. But wherever you fall, I want you to detach. I want us to begin the process of detaching ourselves from the outcome, because once we start with what's in our hand, which we, which we talked about in episode one, now doing that sometimes can hinder us because we become hyper focused on the outcome and how. Every cliche this may sound, it is not always about the outcome. It is not always about your kid being perfect and being the valedictorian. It is not always about you being the perfect mother. It is not always about you being the perfect man. It is not always about you mounting the perfect show, landing the perfect gig, having the perfect amount of money in your bank account, appearing to be the perfect human being on social media. It is not always about that perception. I want to come this whole podcast is about demolishing and destroying perceptions that are unattainable and living and walking in truth and authenticity and the truth and the authenticity is sometimes the outcome is just a little bit extra it's a little a little extra um, a little extra sauce whatever word you want to use as a result of the journey of the relationships of the mental and emotional growth you're able to undergo as a result of the process. I'm not going to lie, when I started out on this journey in the entertainment industry from, from 2016 until now, this journey has been tremendous. When I look back on it, on the relationships, on the people that I have met and encountered, some of the experiences I've had, the lessons I have learned it has all been about this journey and detaching myself from the uh, from the Tonys, from Broadway, from Hollywood, from the Emmys and the Oscars, and I want to be an egot and all of those things. and And listen, having lofty goals, I am an advocate for. I'm not saying demolish your goals or make them unattainable or, or, or adjust your mindset. All I'm saying is. That can't be the thing. The end can't be your why. I I tell my team all the time, folks around my circle and people in in my orbit, what is your why? Because the truth of the matter is, if that why is not solid, if it is not on strong foundation, when the journey, when the process to the promise gets really difficult, that why will be shattered. If it's millions, if it's an outcome, if it's a statue, uh, because you, you, you got an award, I'm here to tell you, my friend, I'm here to tell you, beloved, we need to find another why. The outcome cannot be the why. It will be unfulfilling and unrewarding in the end. So I want to encourage you, That while you're working with what's in your hand, while you are on the road to Damascus, while you're on your journey, whatever that is, detach yourself from the outcome. If your kid's a C student and that kid's giving you the best version of him or herself, that's enough. If your husband or your wife is not perfect and they're pouring the best version of him or herself into you, that's enough. If you are flawed, and I know that you are, we all are, and you haven't reached the New York Times bestseller, if you haven't reached that level of of production, if you haven't reached You know, that level of of notoriety, of influence. If your bank account doesn't have as many zeros and commas, if whatever, but the best version of yourself and the people around you are being fostered and manifested in this process, then you're winning. And detaching from the outcome of what that looks like, reconfiguring your why It'll change your life because the truth of the matter is we don't know. We got today, homies, friends, beloveds. We have today. And we may not have all of today. We don't know. The Bible tells us, worry about today. (laughs) Tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. For real. I mean, today has enough trouble of its own. Worry about today. Tomorrow is like, worry about now. The outcome, it may not be what you envision, and oftentimes it isn't. But the truth is we may never get there. If 2020 didn't teach us anything, it's the fragility of life, uh, the value of life, and the value of the moment. So we don't have time to be unauthentic. We don't have time to wait for the perfect situation. We don't have time to create false narratives of perfection that simply do not exist while we're waiting for our Emmys and Tonys and Oscars and our valedictorian doctor kids and lawyers. And that's all great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like having goals for your family and your kids and your life and your, your relationships, that's all tremendous. I am an advocate. Yo, I have billion dollar visions. Um, I really do Um, for my company, for what I want to do in the earth, what I want to do with my life and my business and my gifts. I've got massive vision, but I had to come back down here to process. I had to come back down here to understanding my why and what that is, because the truth of the matter is when it gets tough and when it gets hard, if your why is the Grammy, if your why is is a perfect kid and a perfect husband, you are always going to be unfulfilled. So I encourage you to settle into the authenticity and the reality of your life and of the process and work your process, work with what's in your hand, and detach yourself from the outcome. And I believe when we detach ourselves from the outcome, the outcome will come to us. I really believe that. It's something about releasing these ideas that we have about what life is and what life is supposed to be. It's something about the releasing of that that often allows that thing to come back around to you in the purest form. So I just want you guys to, um, and when I say guys, I mean everyone. I hope that's not offensive. I want you all to... um, One, reconfigure your why. What is your why? Why is that outcome the thing? Is it validation? Is it public validation? Is it private validation? You're trying to prove your uh, faux haters wrong? Look, y'all, most of us, the truth is, people aren't hating on us. You know, they are different people and different personality types in the world, but but most of the time, people aren't hating, aren't actively hating. So, what is your why? Are you are you seeking to prove people wrong? See, the problem with social media and this validation piece and this proving folks wrong, and the outcome is the only thing that matters, and the wins are the only thing that matters, and the trophies and the money and the success and the cars and getting the girl and getting the guy in the perfect, the reason that stuff doesn't work is because it's unfulfilling. There is no secret. That's the secret. It's unfulfilling. And it's like dopamine. So every time you get up and, and, and it doesn't last, so that dopamine, it doesn't, it doesn't stay for long. So now you got to go back and get another hit. Another social media hit, another like, another share, another post, another whatever. So, not only evaluating your overall why, but why this? Why am I posting this? Why am I sharing this? Why? Is this my goal? Why is this my ideal man or woman? Why do I want this from my child? Why do I want my family to appear to be this way? Why do I want my career to be this? Why do I want this amount of money? What is my why? Can we dissect the reason this is the outcome we're attached to? Because once we can figure that out, sometimes we can understand Where we need healing, where we need deliverance, where we're just fine and we've bought into a system and a society that's selling us damaged goods. They are selling us false narratives and false hope. And the truth is, you're doing just fine. So I want you to to detach from the outcome. I want you to examine your why. I want you to lean into your process and understand that process is the price we pay for the promise. I want you to continue to use what is in your hand. And I want you to dissect your journey and every milestone, no matter how large or how small or whatever the case may be, if I get there or if I don't, whatever this is, I'm leaning into this process. I'm leaning into whatever this journey is, today, because that's what I have. I may not have tomorrow. I may not make it to the end of the day. The reality of my own mortality forces me to live in today, to do it today, to appreciate today, not the outcome, not chasing a false narrative or a false outcome, but detaching my validation from the outcome. Not allowing that to be my dopamine, my truth, my currency, but leaning into the authentic self, your authentic self, whoever I am, who God created me to be. I hope this makes sense. I hope this has helped you guys because it's really helped me. Um, And I'm still working on it. No cap. Listen, I'm almost 40. I'll be 40 in May. I I probably shouldn't say no cap, huh? Is that, like, is there a cap, no pun intended, on when you can use the word cap? Like, are you supposed to stop saying it at, like, 30? Is that a 20-year-old? Like, okay. Real talk. That's more my generation, I think. So real talk. (laughs) Yo, I deal with it daily, you guys detaching daily I grew up in a household where excellence was is still the standard it is and I'm so grateful for that I'm grateful for the installation um, of work ethic and high level of excellence but with that if we're not careful becomes this attachment to the outcome, and the only win, the only winning—excuse me—the only thing we view as winning is whatever we've we've told ourselves success is. But yo, you're winning. You're you're winning, regardless. You're winning by doing. Ben and I in that um, podcast. First of all, with Ben Compton, go download it. (laughs) In that podcast interview, he talked about, we talked about what, what is making it? What is making it? If you don't define what making it is, you will never make it. If you do not define what making it is in your mind you will never make it. You will always be spinning your wheels. You will always be chasing something that does not exist because we have not allowed ourselves to lean into process and detach from the outcome. Ben said in that podcast, he said he remembers when he started out in comedy when all he wanted was his face and name on a flyer. And now he's like, hey man, I'm not posting this flyer. Then we laughed about it. But there's truth in that, right? Initially, Yo, I was so hyped when I got the first Selma, the musical flyer. I was so hyped when the ICTV website went up. I was so hyped when I did my first spoken word. And now I hate that album. And I think it's terrible because I changed the outcome. I changed the finish line and the dopamine wasn't enough for me because I didn't define what making it was. I've released a spoken word album. And this is not to be braggadocious. I had to go back and tell myself, sis. You never defined what you're making it was. So these things, all of these really dope things that you were able to accomplish over the past 10 to 15 years of my life, especially in my career, I glossed over them because I didn't define what making it looked like and the outcome was the only thing that mattered. And my why was not intact. So I'm just trying to encourage you. To see, to step back. Sometimes you're too close to the picture. Sometimes you're too close to the image. Sometimes we are too, too close <laughs> to the mirror. There's a there's a gospel song that says, yeah, I'm too close to the mirror to see what you see. And that's and that's real though. Sometimes we're far too close. Our hearts are too attached. Our work, our money. Our resources, our everything is tied up in the outcome. This has to work. I got to be successful. This And and again, I have no problem with that work ethic, ethic the excellence. Um, it's what I'm built of, built from, built on, whatever word you want to use. But you have to be careful on how to manage that work ethic and the excellence. Grind and hustle culture has lied to us to an extent. And the outcome is all that matters, And I'm just here to release you guys. I'm here to release me. I'm here to release us from that, from the outcome. I'm here to release us on what making it looks like and give you permission to sit in your making it. Yo, if you got out of bed today and you couldn't last week, you made it. Okay? If you didn't cry today, but you cried the past four days, you made it. If you released your comedy album, your spoken word album, your music, and it's not perfect, and it's not perfectly edited, and it's not perfectly produced. But last year, you didn't do it, and you, and you set a goal to do it. You made it. If you self-produced, you made it. If you self-published your book, you made it. Yo, if you wrote the play, if you wrote the musical, if you wrote whatever, if you got up off the couch, if you went to the gym, I don't care if you're 100 pounds or 1,000. If you got up and made the step, if you did it, you made it. If you're recovering after a divorce, if you just got married, if your account was negative last week and it was it's not this week, if you went from thousands to millions if you got a gig on a major network if you want an oscar if you want a tony you make there are levels to this my friends we got to redefine making it we got to lean into process we need to reevaluate our why and we we need to re- we need to detach ourselves from the outcome because that's when we find ourselves That's when we figure it out. That's when the journey becomes beautiful, healing, peaceful. And sometimes we can find wholeness in there. The Bible teller tells us God wants us to prosper even as our soul prospers. What good is it to stand on the Tony stage and be unfulfilled? When I get to the Tonys, you guys are gonna know. She's whole, she's fulfilled, and it is not because she's standing on that stage with a statue. It's because she detached herself from the outcome and did the work with what's in her hand and and her why. And the process was the price she paid for this promise. I hope this has helped you guys. Listen, Uh, I have a spoken word album. No, no, no. That's untrue. I have a spoken word album that I'm working on. But I released a a spoken word single. And it's called Dear God. And it's not perfect. And sometimes the sound of my voice makes me cringe. (laughs) But I'd love for you guys to go check it out. And let me know what you think about it. Type in JP Haynes on Spotify and uh, Apple Music and all the things wherever you stream your music. Type it in. I'd love for you to listen. I'd love for you to download it, listen to it, and then share it with someone else. That'd be dope. I'd love for you to download this podcast, um, rate it a five. Don't do like I did and rate it a four. I accidentally rated it a four, y'all a mess a hot mess I was like yo who rated my joint a 4 it was me <laughs> rated a 5 and hey I, I share it with somebody whether it's on your social media or a text or email or whatever your form of communication is somebody that this could help because I believe that um, it could help someone so um, I'm gonna say a prayer like we always do and I'm gonna play a snippet from dear God I'm gonna try to so we're gonna try to edit this thing in and uh I hope you guys have a great 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 week and that's something I said today or in the last podcast um I hope that it helped episode two y'all we out here, we in the books. So, God, in the name of Jesus, Father, I come before you today. And I'm just lifting up every person that listens to this every mother, every father, every friend, every creative entrepreneur, black woman, other person, no matter what category, subcategory you fall into, socioeconomic status. I don't care who you are or where you came from or how you happened up on this podcast. Father, I lift them up to you. First of all, I plead the blood of Jesus over them, over their minds, over their why, over their goals, over their outcome, God. Whatever it is, Father, Lord, we ask you now that you go into their place, of their secret place, their place of prayer, and into their homes and into their businesses, oh, Father. And God, I ask that you begin to do the work to remove the detachment of the outcome, remove the fear, remove the uncertainty, Certainty, Remove the doubt, oh God, and remind them of who they are, whose they are, and who called them. And it doesn't matter. The rest of it does not matter. The outcome doesn't matter. What matters is the why. Remind them that the foundation. Remind them that you called them. Remind them that whether they're on a stage in front of millions or in their apartment by themselves, you still call them. And the outcome, no matter what it looks like right now, the promise is still the promise, but we have to detach ourselves from the outcome so that we can lean into the process. So touch their hearts, God, touch their minds oh father touch their businesses god touch their creative and touch their gift touch their bank accounts whatever the need is oh father i ask that you meet it god if they need comfort god be their friend if they need finances oh god be their bank lord if they're looking for companionship oh father be there and remind them rock them in your love and swaddle them in your care God, remind them that you know their name, you call them, you know the hairs on their head before they were formed in their mother's womb, before their mama knew them, you knew them. Remind them of why they are here and it is not about an outcome. Their value is not attached to an outcome a stage, a performance, a bank account, the outcome is not attached. validate, affirm, or confirm who you've already said they are. Who you already said they are is who they are, whether it looks like it or not. And if they're too close to the mirror, God, help them to zoom out a little bit and see them the way that you see them. Not the way that I see them, God, but the way that you see them. Perfect in his, they were created in your image. And your image is perfect. God, help them to see that version. Help them to see their picture in glory. Because I know you've got a picture of every one of your children in the hallways of heaven. And what you see in those hallways is not what the world sees. It's not what social media says. It's not what people said. It is not about a background or social economic status or bank accounts or fame or it's not about those things it's about the picture in the hallways of heaven show them their picture in the hallways of heaven show me mine and help us to detach from the outcome Help help us to live our authentic lives our authentic selves to work with what's in our hand and to perform at the highest level of our calling and our gifts and our anointing, the thing that you gave us. Father, we cast every crown. We give it all to you. We glorify you. And I believe that the people listening, whoever it is, whether it's one, a hundred, or a million people, I believe that they've been sent here. And whether they believe in you or not, this is my prayer for them. I, I believe they've been sent here For whatever nugget, whatever moment, whatever word it is you'd have them to download and receive. We thank you for this time. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for the courage. Uh, I ask that you continue to give me courage. To stand in the face of what scares me. In Jesus name I pray. I seal this prayer with the blood of Jesus, the blood from the cross, the blood of the lamb. I declare that it is so, and because it is so, it can never be otherwise. Hey. I rock with you guys because you're rocking with me, but even if you're not, I rock with you anyway. I encourage you. I got love for you, man. I'm on social media, Instagram JPHaines31. Uh Facebook is JPHaines, Twitter is JP, no, JPage31. Um, my website is www.jannahaynes.com, someofthemusical.com, I see television.com. Yo, let's go on this journey together. I appreciate you guys. Until next time, episode three is coming. Do it with what's in your hand and detach yourself from the outcome. Remember, process is always the price we pay for the promise. Peace. Hey, I wanted to come back and let you guys know that I was able to edit a clip of Dear God into the episode. However, uh, since I was able to pull it uh, from Spotify, it would only allow me to upload the podcast on Spotify. So I didn't want to limit the outlets and I want it to be available wherever you get your podcast and where all the other podcasts are available. So I had to remove the clip. Um, of Dear God. However, you can still go download it. If you type in JP Haines, Dear God, um, you can still go grab the, um, the spoken word piece. I really appreciate it. Listen, this episode had some twists and some turns. Some of the transition transitions didn't work out the way I wanted to on the edit table. Um, but listen, I'm detaching myself from the outcome, working with what's in our hand. And um, I guess that's a part of all of that process. So hope you enjoyed it. See you next time.